Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. This is 1039 LI News Radio. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here with a very talented lady, and I think we've always known it ever since she's a, a little kid. But now, uh, n- not only is she, uh, she being recognized as, uh, as an actress, which she is absolutely wonderful, as, uh, but a uh, writer and director, and, and she's got a little bit of it in the background with, uh, with shorts, but this, this is a, a pivot point for Mika Borum. Uh, Hollywood.com, C-O-N, is absolutely, absolutely terrific. And let me just mark my words. The longer it's out, uh, next couple of years, it's just going to pick up steam. It's re- released at a very weird time. Everything is a weird time at this point. But as the years go by, this is going to be a cult classic. It is absolutely wonderful. And she's the writer, actress, and director who, who makes it so. Actually, the whole cast is, is it's just good. It's just a good movie. Hollywood.com uh, with Mika. Hey, Mika, how are you? I'm doing well. Thank you so much. You're so kind. Thank you. I'm glad that you enjoyed the piece. You know, it was uh, it was cool to make um, because it was so many different artists collaborating together. The whole thing, um, you know, was just a big collaboration and everyone in our crew was so passionate and so down for anything and really had you know, um, like the the drive and the spirit of making an independent film and making things happen through whatever, you know, whatever things were thrown our way. And um, there's a lot of very um, varied uh, different um, uh, artistic touches on this on this movie, which I'm so grateful for. Everything from you know our, our sound design to our foley to the actors and um, our colorist who was from Die Hard, and so. Um, yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a fun experience for sure. Uh, expectations prior to, to writing it, or let, let's say once it's written, uh, as, as opposed to, uh, to what the ultimate outcome was it, uh, how, how different was it in your mind from, from start to finish? Um, you know, I didn't have any like full, uh, crazy expectations on it. One of, I had key points that I really wanted to hit and we hit all of those. So, um, you know, I wanted it to be a satire in Hollywood. So we hit that. I wanted it to, um, be an adventure film and I wanted it to have exotic locations and, and allow, you know, the audiences to have some escapism. And so, you know, I think we really hit that. We have all these, um, you know, various locations with the Mexico, the Guatemala, the Texas, the California, um, Arizona, like, so, um, you know, we got those elements in, I wanted it to have really well-developed quirky characters. And so I reached out to my friends that I had worked with in the past um, that I knew would be excited to jump on board. And so we got this great cast together with Tom Arnold's in it, Paige Howard's in it, Devin Rattray, Cody Cash, and um, Herbert Russell and um, Brian Krause does a cameo. Billy Bob Thornton with his band, The Boxmasters, they gave us a couple songs. They do a cameo. And so I... Um, it was important to me to have well-developed characters with really good actors, and, um, and and we got that. We we sat down and collaborated with them and found, you know, things that we could do that would be different and fun for them that would be against typecast. And, um, you know, just my, my whole goal was to layer upon layer um, different interesting artists coming together. So, um, you know, our, our composer, we brought him in, too. He's a very interesting artist. 
he did a lot of original music for the score, Lendl Black, and he won some Emmys uh, with Yamaha Instruments um, for the writing their orchestra music. And, um, you know, uh, we have a great editor on it, Anna Crane, but then we also had a polish pass done by Kevin Ross, who is um, on the board of directors with the editor union, and he has won Emmys for his work on Stranger Things and Californication and Shameless. Um, our Foley artist is a really awesome artist, too. He, uh, he, which Foley is, for people who don't know, it's the practical sound. So it's like when you sit in the car, you close the door, you take a sip of, co- uh, of coffee, um, or even like people combing their hair. Like all of that is emphasized and redone for the film. And so Pascal was involved, and he's done over 200 films, and he does everything by hand still, which is really cool because so many people use um, computers now for, for the Foley work. And he, like, literally, like, makes explosions with his mouth and, like, old film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just it's just wild. So, I mean, that was the goal is I just wanted to work with people that I really respected and, um, you know, streamline them so that everything matched, but, but really just – um, have the experience of, of being able to learn and, and grow from uh, working with them, too. Let me remind folks that are just tuning in a little late or maybe turning on their radios a little late. Frank McKay here, much more importantly. Mika Borum is our very <laughs> special guest, and uh, just uh, she she hit it out of the park. Uh, Hollywood Dakon is the name of the film. You've got to check it out. It's her first feature, and it's uh, I you know I've got to imagine she's ecstatic about how it came out. And like I said, uh, this is going to be a, an absolute uh, cult classic. Uh, over the years, it's just wonderful, and it's it's nice to see somebody from kind of the start, even though she's been in the business her whole life. But this is it. This is the start of a filmmaking, uh, you know. I think a, a a phenomenal filmmaking career, and and see it if for no other reason than that. Uh, this is this is the start of something big. Amika Borum uh, here, much uh, much more important than, uh, than than that. The film is uh, is a must see, and you can see it on Amazon and and just check it out there. But uh, Frank McKay, much more importantly, Mika Borum is our very special guest. Mika, uh, Mika, uh, let me ask you about uh, you and and who you reminded yourself of as a director. And uh, again, you've worked with so many different people since you were a kid. Did you did you feel like you were drawing for someone uh, in the in in the middle of it all? Did you say, "Oh wow, that reminds me of Joe," or "This reminds me of this director," or Jenny? Or uh, did you did you remind yourself of anyone? You know, one of the biggest things that I've learned over the years um, with watching different directors is that you really have to adjust. <clears throat> you have to watch your actors and kind of adjust per um how they work you know because everybody works differently so some of them you know come in and they're ready to go and other ones need to warm up and so i think it's kind of like for the the best directing thing that i've learned is just trying to trying to assess um how your artists come in and making sure that you're working with um how they naturally function and not trying to change too much of that and just kind of guiding them into different ways. And so that's something that I've, that I've learned over the years that I think is um, the best method for, for me for working with people. Um, and so, you know, it, it's cool though, cause I have worked with some fun people like um, 
uh, Lee Chamahori, um, he did Along Came a Spider, yeah. and um, he went on to do like Triple X and with Vin Diesel, and he's done James Bond movies, and so um, you know, so he's a big inspiration. I worked with John Carpenter on the movie The Ward, um, and I, I just love him. Every time, every time something cool happens, I get like a good article or something. I send it over to him, and he's so sweet, and um, so he's a big supporter, and I'm so appreciative for that. But I take inspiration from from him too. Like I love one of my all time favorite films is Starman. Um, sure. Oh my gosh, it's just like <clears throat> such a cool film, so nuanced in the performances. Um, Jeff Bridges is just like mind blowing in that. Um, such a great film, but. So yeah, so him, and then like I worked with Scott Hicks, who you know is an Oscar-winning director, uh, who's like very sensitive and patient on set, and um, so and Penny Marshall. Um, I worked with Penny Marshall on Riding Cars with Boys with Drew Barrymore, and so um, you know all of these directors, Ron Underwood on My Joe Young, they all operate so differently um that it's been cool over the years because i've always wanted to move into directing to kind of see how many different styles there are you know there's just so many different methods that you can go about it uh you know like penny marshall was always very like far out with all of her stuff you know she's very like you know um you know like kind of like mouthy like you know very direct um very sassy and um yeah so i think it just kind of depends i think it depends on the tone of the film and the performance and the specific actors well, listen whatever you did just uh, you, you you nailed it i mean it's it you know again i am sure everyone who watches it is going to be very impressed i looked at it from the standpoint of of here's here's an actress who's had a great deal of success and and this is the first feature and and i kind of looked at it like that and i i almost uh, you know wish i i didn't because i you know it's i was so excited about that i was so excited about the fact that hey this is this is the first of of many i assume you know i assume this is what you want to do after seeing it you know that you want to do more and and so forth so, but i i just uh, yeah i was blown away i i thought you did just a wonderful wonderful job and like i said this is uh, this is going to be a, a movie that's more popular as the years go on and people are going to draw back to it and again to anyone who's just joining us hollywood.com c-o-n hollywood.com is the name of the film uh wonderful mika borum is our very special guest frank mckay here with mika uh mika uh, when you wrapped when you when you finally said okay th this is it we're done uh were you in any mood to analyze uh like what happened or were you just exhausted and said you know what let me walk away for a couple of days what was your what was your take once you finished you know it was an interesting experience because so because the movie's independent we were able to make different choices with what we wanted to do for the distribution so our plan was to release it in mexico in the theaters first there and we had it all set up to go in the theaters so we um, and usually um, what happens is when people release in the theaters, they'll release in the U.S. and domestically first, and then they'll go to um, these other different international territories. So it was an unusual route that we wanted to do since the film has a lot of Spanish and Latin America in it. And so we started doing a promotional tour through Mexico, and um, we were in Mexico, and then the pandemic hit before we were going to release the film there. So pretty much once we filmed the finished filming the movie, we started doing the promotional tour through Mexico, set up the theater deal. And then we were like, well, 
what are we going to do? Because the plan was Mexico first, then the U.S. theaters, and then we were going to have it go to video on demand. Um, but so we started rethinking this, um, you know, sort of uh, different um, distribution route. And um, and now we have it on Amazon, which is so awesome because uh, I feel like people um, are not quite back in the theaters yet, but um, people have been consuming a lot of content over, um, you know, this pandemic period. And so people are looking for something new to watch. And it turned out, in my opinion, to be really good timing for it, too, because the, the movie is like an escapism film where you get to relax and hopefully, like, relate to a quirky character um, and something that they do. And it's not um, it's not like an overly thinking movie. There's no a huge message in the movie other than, you know, to go for opportunities and, um, you know, take that chance, take that risk. And, and the film itself was a lot of that too, you know, with, with making it was, you know, to do, um, such a large scale independent film, like, <laughs> you know, it was, it was, it was thematically, um, overall the, the same message that we were pushing through in the movie. You know, again, I think you just hit the perfect, um, the medium, uh, with it, if you did too heady a movie, if you did something, you got to sit there and think. I, I don't think people are just in the mood for that right now. I, I mean, we're just getting our feet uh, out there, and and we're getting our toes back in the water, and we're kind of feeling it out. But this is uh, just perfect, uh, perfect choice for your, uh, you know, well, it's your, it's your film, right? But the perfect choice for your first film, uh, first feature, I should say, and uh, yeah, just uh, you know, terrific. Whatever you did, terrific. Let me ask you this, and uh, by no means uh, are we minimizing the the pandemic of course you know people lost their lives and and uh, it, you know so many people uh, suffered and all that but you know we've got to get back to to normalcy and and entertainment is a big way that we're going to do that do you think there's any uh, any part of you that that uh, benefited from releasing this film um, right as the pandemic is ending or you know it was still was still on a pandemic but it you know distribution wise does it take pressure off of you uh, then you know jumping right into a big theater run and and worrying about that and uh, you know adding that to your uh, your headaches and everything else that went on do you think there's any part of you that um, uh, that benefited from from the timing of the movie you know, it's an interesting thing because I think um, a lot of times as a filmmaker, you know, the first thought process that you go through is when you're doing the sound mix and all these things is generally speaking, um, you know, as a filmmaker, you, you make the film to go in the theater so that it has, you know, that full surround and, and it's really like this, um, it kind of, you know, encapsulates what makes um, a movie such a special art medium that it's so immersive, you know, with the sound and, and uh, you know, the sound design and the music and the, and the visuals and all of that. And so um, it is an interesting choice bringing it over to streaming. But at this time period, um, people have watched so much uh, already um, on their, you know, at home that, um, a lot of people are looking for new content and people have even been, you know, that I've talked to, they've even been revisiting, you know, great older TV shows like Breaking Bad and these things, but, um, but they're looking for more content and they're looking for content that they can watch with the whole family. And, um, you know, the pandemic really, um, made it so that people have consumed some more, um, content than they have in you know, that they've had the opportunity otherwise. And so in that way, I think that it's been a beneficial time to release it because the movie, um, 
is something that you can watch with the family. It is escapism. You know, there's no politics in it. There's nothing religious. Um, there's no real guns. There's no real violence in the film. Uh, you know, the movie is my dad and I going on this adventure. He's in the film too. So it's very, yeah, um, you know, and, and also I think that people um, get when they watch it too, you know, that, um, you know, that it's not meant to, to overthink. And we've got the animals in the movie and all of that. So I do think since people have run through, um, you know, a lot of content that it was a good time for something fresh to have a movie to have a movie released on streaming right now i think people were looking for it i know a lot of um like these streaming services too have started buying up foreign films and um which is great i love foreign films but not everyone necessarily wants to relax to a movie watching subtitles right no no doubt uh mika borum everyone is the voice that you're hearing hollywood.com uh, Hollywood.com, C-O-N is the name of the film. Check it out. Uh, absolutely terrific. Frank McKay here with writer, actress, director, Mika Borum. Uh, you mentioned your dad. He did a terrific job, by the way, and and uh, it must have been a unique experience for you directing your dad. And, uh, you know, I don't know how many people get the experience to do that. Uh, what You know, and I, I'm sure everybody's asked you this question. I Forgive me for asking, how was it? How was it working with your dad? It was fantastic. It was cool. You know, we've got a great relationship. Um, he and I are both really into being workaholics. We love, you know, if something makes sense, like we'll put in a 14-hour day, a 16-hour day, which sometimes, you know, with doing a film, you have to do that because you only have the location for so long or you only have the actor for so long and you want to get it right. And so he never um, shies away from stuff like that. And I don't either. So it was, you know, um, really cool in that sense. And then also uh he's just a very positive person so in terms of you know putting together a film and problem solving and keeping things moving um you know he just uh he's on top of it like we had one funny story where uh we were filming a scene with tom arnold and you know tom arnold is always so busy working that um he his schedule is 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 very it's very difficult to organize and so one of the days that we had him they happened to be doing um, jackhammer, like construction work next door. And I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, oh my God, what do we do? <laughs> and um, I full freeze mode. I was like, oh my gosh. And so my dad was like, no problem. I've got this. And he went and he spoke to the guy and uh, who was in charge. And the guy, you know, was very nice and said, oh, my gosh, cool. I'm glad you guys are making a movie. Love it. Uh, we'll go to one of our other locations for the rest of the week. And so, um, yeah, so it was nice working with him on stuff like that because he just, uh, you know, he's traveled all over the world. He's just he's does this gemology, gemologist stuff. And so he's used to, um, you know, and he's a pilot, too. Nothing phases him. So he's yeah. used to uh, putting out fires. More so than I am. <laughs> you know, I was going to say that uh, you, you, it would have been funny if you said you had to put the, the nephew, the guy's nephew and daughter in the film. You know, the Oh, guy. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, listen, it, it's it, it's been absolutely wonderful watching uh, your film. Do you have a, uh, a never again moment coming out of this uh, first big experience? Uh, like, I will never again do blank or I will never again let this happen. Uh, I've learned from my, my first film. I'll never do you have a never again moment um I can't think 
of one off the top of my head. Not yet. <laughs> Maybe not yet. I, you know, I can't, I can't think of, you know, it's, we definitely went through a lot of different things. Um, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears on this with, with everyone, with the crew, and, like, everyone was just so passionate and down um, to make this, and, and um, a lot of teamwork. But I think that, um, you know, I think that the biggest thing that I've kind of taken away from, from this type of stuff is that, if you and I'm learning it more and more as I get older, if you just start putting in the work on something, it'll come together and it'll happen. But you have to not wait till things are perfect. You have to just start putting in the work on it if you want it to happen. I know a lot of times like with filmmakers, um, you know, they don't ever make the film because they want everything to be perfect before they start doing any of the work. And I think um, it's applicable to a lot of things in life. Like you just start doing it and it'll naturally draw other people together because they'll see your passion on it and and um it'll naturally start coming together but you have to go ahead and make the make the first move on it mika congratulations once again on it Uh, you you've got to be you should be very proud of yourself uh terrific terrific effort and it's uh like i said i think it's gonna it's gonna be more and more popular as it uh moves on and and uh, and so far, people uh, you know people are raving about it. everybody I've I've told about it is has uh, been very texted me back today and yesterday uh, very uh, very happy about uh, watching it and spending that time. So I, listen, I think you, you just you hit it out of the park. And and if you can leave us uh, with a website or a social media site where we could follow along with what you're doing. Cool, um, that'd be great. So for the film, we have some some fun behind the scenes type things. That um, that website is. Uh, hollywoodcon.net and then uh, for other social media stuff um, you can find things under hollywood.com on all social media platforms uh, or um, under my name um, which is uh, m-i-k-a-b-o-o-r-e-m and um, and that'll pull up a lot of the different things that we're up to but um, yeah just way to go Uh, and listen thanks for being here and hopefully we can follow up and uh, in the future on your next one. And well, anything scheduled? Do you have anything in, in, uh, in mind or is it everything kind of fluid? I have a few different projects in the works. Um, one very exciting thing that just happened was during the pandemic, I was able to film a music video for artist Travis Tidwell. And the music video is called Catch Me If You Can. And we were just nominated for music video of the year with um, the Josie Music Awards, which from my understanding is the largest independent music awards. It's a big deal. Um, big deal, Josie's. That's, uh, that's Yeah, so I'm excited about that. Yeah, so I directed that one, so I'm really excited about that. And that's fun. You can check out that music video. Uh, we got it on Country Music Television, and it's you can find it on YouTube now, which is sort of fun to check out. Mika, thanks for being here. Thank you. Thank you. Mika Borum, everyone. Hollywood.com. Con, C-O-N. It's terrific. Everyone's got to check it out. Check it out on Amazon. and um, just she's, she's wonderful. Uh, actress, writer, director. And uh, it's, uh, it's got to be nice to, to hear those three words, especially when you turn out a, a you know, wonderful project like this. And it's, uh, it's a wonderful film. Like I said, I think it'll get more and more popular as it, uh, as it goes on. It's just one of those films that people love. And you could watch it with your kids. You could watch it with anybody. Nobody's going to be offended by it. It's a great effort. Uh, Mika Borum, everyone, has been our very special guest. Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you next time on Breaking It Down.